if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Hello, Christian patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Collier. With me, as always, Pastor Gabe Blomgren. We are live here on ACN, and uh, it is a beautiful Tuesday afternoon, and I just want to I want to I want to acknowledge our intro Christian Patriots man those words together bring me so much joy and yeah. and, and it's like a, it's a melding of what America needs and wants right now yeah, we, we chose that, uh, you know, for a very specific reason, because anymore these days, when somebody says that they're a Christian, you don't necessarily know what that means. I mean, it's, are you a Christian that's, you know, supporting leftist theology? Right. Um, you know, are you pro-homosexual marriage? You don't know what that means anymore as a Christian. It's really sad that we've come to this in a nation. But when you combined it with Christian patriot, now we're getting somewhere. Now we know this individual loves God, loves this nation, and really loves liberty. Absolutely. And then also the word Republican doesn't identify anything, or no. the word conservative. So Christian patriot, man. Let's stand on those two words and not be afraid of the word patriot. So, awesome. Amen. All right, I believe you had a uh, scripture that you wanted to, to— Yeah, so our scripture for today, because we're going to talk our last story, we're going to talk about literally the plans of the enemy that have been instituted since 2016. Uh, We have an article from Revolver, and uh, we also know that uh, we're going to talk a little bit about about where is Donald Trump. We don't know where he is right now, and uh, we've been hoping and praying that these Q plans would come. We've been praying that the Lord's plans would come. We've been praying that our plans would come, but here's what the word says, Proverbs 16 and verse 9, a man, his heart plans his way. But the Lord directs his steps. So we, we got to pray that God direct our steps right now. And uh, it's not over. But I, I want to say this. Don't look to the outside world to provide answers right now. You, everyone has to start with their homes and start doing things within their own circle right now. We've been waiting a lot for the plans of other people. We got to first ask God what is his plan and then go. Amen. Well said. All right. Our first story, just to add a little bit of humor to what we're discussing today, uh, you know, just to prove how stupid truly government can act. Uh, We've got a story coming out of Washington State. Our waters are dangerous, and one of our Washington representatives actually wants to license kayaks and paddleboards. That's right. They are attempting to legislate just a fun day at the lake. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so you could imagine how this would go. You're out there paddleboarding, you know, just having a little bit of fun out there. All of a sudden, a patrol boat comes up. License, registration. Are you kidding me? This For paddleboarding? This is where we're at. This is, this is what we've come down to. The fun police are out. It's quite literally, yeah. The fun police are coming out to ensure that, yeah, you can have your fun just so long as the government is getting a small portion of tax money. Because look at that. You're literally going to have to pay to go through a course on how to actually paddleboard the writer of this bill his name is representative john lovick i'm not loving him at all he said i wrote this bill as an idea to bring awareness that our waters are dangerous and the idea is that we need to educate the public that our waters are dangerous we need to train them at some point we need to legislate so that's where the idea came from education training and legislation and red tape Ugh. 
Yeah, give, give the government a hammer, right? <laughs> what are they going to do? All right, moving on from there, Gabe. It's interesting to see, you know, uh, there was a lot of stories that were coming across, uh, you know, with, with the death of Larry King and, and with the death of Hank Aaron. I saw a lot of articles discussing, you know, what Hank Aaron really did for America. And, and I would agree, you know, he really ripped the glass ceiling off of what uh, – uh, what was going on in Major League Baseball at that time to where, you know, the man faced death threats. Literally, people were trying to assassinate him because they didn't want him to beat Babe Ruth's home run record. He lived well into his 80s, but we, we see his last public words right here. So this is him receiving the COVID vaccine. This is Hank Aaron receiving the COVID vaccine, one of my... Historic heroes in baseball. I, I, I don't have any, any qualms about it at all. You know, I feel quite proud of myself of doing something like this. You know, it's just, just a small thing that can help zillions of people in this in this country. So, uh, Hank Aaron is so proud to have taken the COVID-19 vaccine. He's thrilled that he could help, you know, so many Americans and, and so many around the globe. And really he was doing this to uh, to showcase to, you know, the black community that there was nothing to fear here, to take this, that this was your responsibility as a citizen, right? But the reality is it probably killed him. Yeah, this was the last footage that we've seen of him uh, alive and recorded. And he was... They're saying he wanted to help zillions of people. So I just say be very cautious. If you have elderly family members, be very cautious. You do not need this vaccine. Let me repeat myself. If you are in fear and you, you live even in, in an environment where you're going to be exposed to it, you do not need this vaccine. Gabe, when you start doing you know shows like this and things, you end up getting contacts all over the place. And I know from from a reliable source that the vast majority of people that that are taking this vaccine these healthcare workers and then they're saying it's not so bad right you see their their social media is always like got the shot it's not so bad felt sore for a couple of days got a little bit sick it wasn't so bad i am hearing from incredibly credible sources that that is a lie that they are they're so terrified of losing their jobs that they are going out on social media and saying, yeah, go ahead, get the shot. But the reality is most of them are saying they will never get this shot again. It has made them so sick. And it most definitely, without a doubt, you can look up the, the, the effects to the RNA structure of our bodies. If you study it out, you take about 30 minutes, you will see that on the label, it is clear that it is altering your DNA. And if, if you're not comfortable with that, um, I, I have some suspicions of my own that you've signed too many agreements on the Internet where we've signed away this, signed away that. You, you have to be a little bit more stringent about your health. You only get one body. I, I just don't, I don't understand this mindset of an experimental vaccine that was rushed in production. Phew, roll up my sleeve. Let's take that. Let's right? do it. This isn't going to turn you into Captain America. All right. The reality is, is if you get an experimental vaccine that has bypassed all of the safeguards that were put into place to ensure that this thing didn't kill or maim you, the reality is it can do just that. It can maim you. This has a potential for side effects well into your future. Are you willing to roll the dice and risk that? I'm not. That's good. Well, let's uh, let's talk Donald Trump for a minute. Okay. 
The Office. I thought this was a joke because um, I've been seeing a lot of stuff come over my, uh, you know, basically my email, and I thought this was another hoax. But this is real. There's even uh, it says here the Office of Donald Trump statement from the former, excuse me, statement from the Office of the former president. This was dated July 25th, 2021. I'm going to go ahead and read it. January, sorry. Excuse me, January 25th, 2021. It says Palm Beach, Florida. Okay, Palm Beach County, Florida. Today, the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, formally opened the office of the former president. The office will be responsible for managing President Trump's correspondence, public statements, appearances, and official activities to advance the interests of the United States and to carry on the agenda of the Trump administration through advocacy, organizing, and public activism. President Trump will always and forever be a champion champion of the American people. Uh, to me, that is encouraging that he's not done and he hasn't stopped. Would you not agree? I, I, yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I love the America First policies that Donald Trump implemented, and it's it's very sad to see that immediately Joe Biden has uh, you know places in the Paris Climate Accord. I mean, there's all these things that so, that, that he's actually implementing sorry. that are not going to actually benefit America. So my kind of segue into what's going on, a lot of people, uh, Caleb, have been kind of trying as best they can to follow Donald Trump's location. It's kind of like where in the world is Carmen San Diego. So a, uh, a Globemaster C-130 Globemaster came into Palm Beach, Florida. I'm not going to give you the whole entire video here, but I, I follow a guy who he tracks all the time uh, uh, military um, itineraries and also transports of tr uh, troops. All those troops that were in Washington, D.C. have transported out. But one of the things he noticed is we had an actual picture, and The Hill did a report on Donald Trump and his location. He was playing golf there in Mar-a-Lago. And uh, the next day in the morning, he was reported a huge— Did you know that he gets to keep the presidential motorcade? Yeah, actually, I did know that. He keeps that. So that C-130 Globemaster was packed with all of the SUVs, and he forever has the Secret Service, which, praise the Lord, they're keeping— that. That's a contract. Thank God he wasn't impeached, because I don't know if he'd still have that. But anyway, they were seen pulling into— his favorite place to have breakfast on Friday, but no one ever saw him. Nobody's really sure where he is. So I'm going to play a video, and there's some conjecture. Reason why is I think we need to be praying. I, I feel in my spirit that the enemy would love to impeach him, or excuse me, assassinate him. Yeah, and that's that's a wow. That's quite the charge. I will say this: President Trump is still facing impeachment. By the way, uh, that's not going to be uh, rolled out and actually d debated until, I believe, the uh, 8th of February. So he still has the potential, even though he's not the president and is completely unconstitutional, to impeach this individual. They are still trying to play that. But go ahead and play the video. So you'll hear this, this gentleman talk about, uh, I think they're TFLs, temporary no-fly zones. And when he was in West Palm Beach, there was a temporary no-fly zone. And like for, he says in the video that George Bush has a permanent one in Texas. There's a permanent one over Walt Disney World. You're not allowed to fly over George Bush's residence in Texas. So he talks a little bit about that and it raises some questions. Is Trump really still in Mar-a-Lago? So listen to the audio of this. Something to just, it's a data point, something to keep in mind, right? So now we see that we have a witness account of vehicles put on a C-17 taken out of um, Mar-a-Lago, um, Palm Beach International, up to D.C. We matched it with a flight, okay? Then we have accounts of Trump playing golf on Thursday, okay? Now, where I was saying that I felt like Trump may not be in Florida anymore, 
was Thursday evening, okay? And that's this flight right here, right? So this has reached 713. Remember the last one, 712. Um, 713 Tango, okay? And this one rolled out Thursday, 21 January at 721 p.m. in the evening. And then it ended up in Charleston at 1126. So it's dark by then. Remember, we were under daylight savings. And so Florida at about 536 o'clock is dark. So this plane left in the night. All right. Now, immediately after following that plane. So catch this. We actually had a, uh, a lift of the TFR. Okay. Temporary flight. No now, the reason on. that flag for me is because anytime POTUS is usually down there, you see this, there's a yellow uh, security TFR over at Tampa. That's at McDill Air Force Base. Okay. Now, yellow is what we typically see down here, just like the yellow one above. The ones that are long-term red are typically more permanent in nature. They're just longer. And the yellow ones seem to be a temporary TFR. And right? supposedly so he was like going to be permanently in Florida. Three or four days, and then they go away. Okay. The red ones are usually there for months. Right. And we yeah. saw, in fact, we have a red one over Orlando, Disney, been there for years. OK, you've got a red one over um, uh, the uh, White House, been there since 2011. OK, you got a red one over President Bush, been there since 2009. OK. And so the one that went into place down here the other day over West Palm Beach was a red one. OK, it, it was a permanent gone away. The only reason that would go away is if the person down there that is protecting went away, in my opinion. And so that's why I'm thinking that POTUS has actually departed. Now, I may be wrong. He could show up. Uh, doesn't mean he didn't leave for a while and come back. But I expect when he's down there that, that that TFR should be in play because that guy's got a lot of threats against him. And I'm going to leave it on that. There are a lot of threats on him. So... This is what I say to that. Pray. It's it's strange to me. There's something not right about that. This guy follows air traffic. That's all he does. For that no-fly zone to be gone, especially a permanent one, it's very suspicious. And still this day, I've looked all. I've scoured the Internet. No one knows where he is. He's not in Florida, in my opinion. We don't have any more information than that. All I say is pray because I feel in my spirit the enemy would love to destroy that family and starting with the father first and wipe them off the map because he represents nationalism, freedom, and there's 80 million people who are still calling him POTUS, me included. Yeah, and, and you know, they have to destroy President Trump um, because they have to, in theory, cut off the head of the snake, right? Uh, but the reality is this. They're also coming after Trump supporters, and I've got a story here that demonstrates that Democrats are moving to ban Trump supporters from joining the military and holding federal jobs. Now, this is a, a very interesting bill. It's called the Security Clearance Improvement Act of 2021, and it requires applicants looking to obtain or renew their federal security clearances to disclose that they participated in the January 6th rally in Washington or another Stop the Steal event or if they knowingly engaged in activities conducted by an organization or movement that spreads conspiracy theories and false information about the U.S. Wow. government. And I bet you that's a broad list of what would be called conspiracy theory well, sites. Does, well, you guarantee you the John Birch Society is part of that, the New American Magazine. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We've been accused of being conspiracy theories for a very long so time. So you literally could be pulled from being in, in service. You have to have a security clearance, right, to be part of this, part of the military in this case. And so, yes, this is 
a way of removing anyone who is a Trump supporter. Now, it also goes on, as, as it discusses a little bit further down in the article here, that the senators who have actually brought forth this bill, they believe that the military is a hub for white supremacists and right-wing extremists. And the letter is requesting that the DOD do more to prevent service, service members from su- subscribing to conspiracy theories or extremist ideology as a whole. Now, obviously, wow. the, the U.S. government, the U.S. military, there is no place— Let's just say, in America, there is no place for any type of white supremacy theology. It is obvious, all right? But this is the problem. They look at Trump supporters. They look at people who question government. That is inherently white supremacy in their mindset. And so you can see that they are going after anybody who questions the official story, questions the narrative, and believes that America first policy should actually be implemented in the United States. Why is that so shocking, Gabe? I, to them, it is shocking. They're, they're afraid, but here's the thing, man. I've had a place of peace knowing that good old-fashioned, America-loving, flag-loving, patriotic young men and women are serving of all races and nationalities. This is interesting, and, and frankly— it was very disturbing because in the back of my mind, I've been thinking there's no way that Joe Marine, uh, you know, or what do you call a girl Marine, Nancy Marine, uh, Jill Marine? Yeah, there we go, Joe and Jill Marine. That's your wife's name. Your wife's tough. I think she would love that term, Jill Marine. They're going to have our back. They're inherently patriotic, and I believe they're going to protect the Constitution of the people of America. But when you're handpicking these people and then cutting out people who are what are deemed as nationalists that's scary caleb i think what you were just so so for the marine corps we just we just call every we just call everybody marines okay Okay. you're thinking of soldiers who maybe call themselves like gi joe or gi jane well i'm normally a little bit a little bit attacking of the feminists so i'm trying man i'm trying i'm always getting us in trouble so (laughs) i'm trying all right let's move on to the last story here and this is very important we want to spend the last 10 minutes of the show really discussing this topic now what i want our audience to know is there is such a thing called a color revolution. If you've never heard of the ter- this term, I highly suggest that you go to DuckDuckGo and you search color revolution because this is something that has been implemented throughout the globe to change governments. This is something that the United States used time after time because it is so effective that in fact, what was the quote that you loved on this one? Yeah, so this this is uh, a a high official in Lithuania or, or I think the Ukraine said, basically, I would rather have this playbook than the nuclear bomb because of what it did. So back in the day, Gorbachev was trying to get involved. I believe it was in Lithuania. They used the same tactic, this color revolution back then to keep them from being overtaken by Gorbachev. So this same playbook was, in, in fact, keeping our enemy Russia at bay when we had issues with Gorbachev. But now the same playbook is being used by uh, this kind of creepy guy named Norm Eisen. And he was uh, this, this writer, Gene Sharp, who originally is the godfather of the color revolution, is now dead. 
but his plan was brilliant, and we're going to yeah, break, we're gonna break down. this down real quick. So this cover revolution, cover color revolution, it's a coordinated effort of the government bureaucrats, NGOs, and the media to oust President Trump. You want to know what actually occurred? It was this. It was this color revolution. Now there is links to this transition integrity project. All right, and this convened a war games exercise in suggesting the likelihood of a contested election scenario. Now, this article was written all the way back in September of 2020, so they were already discussing a contested election scenario. Now, who funds the Transition Integrity Project? You guessed it, George Soros, Dr. Evil himself. Whenever you see this individual associated with any organization, you obviously immediately have to question whether or not uh, it's actually going to be pro-American, and the reality is it's never going to be all right but we've got to get familiar with this man by the name of norm eisen which gabe actually brought up now this individual he actually implemented the david brock blueprint and you had something interesting to say about david brock yeah, here so david brock for those of you who don't know that name he was the the mogul behind the organization known as media matters and he, they were kind of like the watchdog of any type of media outlet that was in their their opinion uh censoring or coming against uh their kind of ideology um, any, anything that was homophobic, racist, what they would call racist, they would come after. So Media Matters, David Brock, interesting sidebar is David Brock was a boyfriend dating James Alafantis, the huge uh, scandal of Pizzagate um, that, of course, that was never officially substantiated. Him and David Brock were dating in, in kind of like a, a gay couple famous in Washington, D.C. So David Brock, his ideas were transitioned to this guy norm eisen and eisen quarterbacked and this is all the way since back in 2016 this has been their playbook since they lost yeah so we're, we're all scratching our heads how did they do it this is the how they done it exactly so the story of norm eisen he's a key architect of nearly every attempt to delegitimize impeach censor sue and remove the democratically elected 45th president of the united states Right. So this individual who using this David Brock blueprint, you know, in, and remember, this is interesting because this David Brock blueprint, they were able to draft 10 articles of impeachment for the Democrats a full month before President Trump ever called the Ukrainian president wow. in 2018. So before he even had the Ukrainian phone call, yes. they were already set up. Yes, they had already set the stage for this. Now this goes to prove how organized this group is and how they are literally making up the stories. Wow. Stay with us because we're going we're gonna to show you how a lot of us, Kayla, I just got to say this. We thought, you know, wasn't it funny, man, when every time they would fail – they wouldn't impeach him. They wouldn't impeach him. They kept. We kept thinking they were failing, but that it was. If it wasn't you about keep that. tossing the same agenda over the bow, the public is eventually going to believe it. It it's, wasn't it's about through incremental winning. movements. That's always the design. Incremental movements. If the plan doesn't work, it's slowly moving the ball. It's like football, right? Right. You're slowly moving the ball upfield. Eventually, you're going to score, and that's obviously what they were able to do in this recent election. Now, this Norm Eisen, he's got an interesting resume here, Gabe. Did you know that he was actually President Obama's former White House ethics czar? No, I did not know that. So, so he's all the way back to the Obama administration. He's the ethics czar. This is an individual who wrote a playbook on how to take over nations without firing a shot. And this is our ethics czar under President Obama? Wow. <laughs> now... What are some of these color revolution tactics? This is what 
the article states, a color revolution in this context refers to a specific type of coordinated attack that the United States government has been known to deploy against foreign regimes, particularly in Eastern Europe, deemed to be authoritarian and hostile to American interests. Rather than using direct military intervention to affect regime change, as in Iraq, color revolutions attack a foreign regime by contesting its electoral legitimacy, organizing mass protests and acts of civil disobedience, and leveraging media context to ensure favorable coverage to their agenda in the Western press. Or translated, you might as well just say 2017, 2018, 2019, 2019 and 2020. Yeah, that's what they did. That's it. Boom, boom, boom. You, right out the gate. You would have to be blind to not see that they had implemented this in the United States. This is exactly what occurred. Look at what the media did. Look at these mass protests. Think about Antifa and BLM and the summer of, so-called summer of love, right? This was all designed to ensure that President Trump would not retain office. Now, this cover, color revolution, as Gabe pointed out, it really, the godfather of this is Gene Sharp, all right? And he wrote a, a book. It's From Dictatorship to Democracy is the name of this. Uh, this actually, he translated it into a pamphlet, and the pamphlet was translated into like 30 different languages and spread throughout the globe. And here's the quote that we were talking about. Such a power of these strategies laid out by Sharp that a Lithuanian defense minister once said of Sharp's preceding book upon dictatorship to democracy builds that I would rather have this book than a nuclear bomb. Yeah, exactly. It goes on to say this. His ideas are widely promoted throughout activist training programs and by scholars of nonviolence and have been used by nearly every major protest movement in the last 40 years years this guy knew what he was talking about and it's it's so sad to me that this was implemented in the united states and no one paid attention to it now let's get into gabe because we are quickly running out of time here i want to get into really what some of the tactics they were using here all right so they talk about an illiberal government which is really just any type of government that they don't necessarily agree with all right so they're saying once in power illiberal governments capitalize on popular support to to deploy a discernible toolkit all right that is exactly what they were saying about president trump all right he was popular support this was this was an illiberal government Far-right populist parties, many with illiberal tendencies, have gained a toehold on the majority of 23 of the 28 EU member states' parliamentary systems. What the, what the audience needs to understand is they took Brexit in the election of uh, President Donald Trump as a 9-11 type of event against globalism. Right. They absolutely had to do something to ensure that they got their power back. And look at what they've done. Now, when we look at this, we I got I got to go ahead. You're still look look on the screen here. That lower window says the ability of the political opposition and a civil society to operate gives pro democracy actors an urgent window of, of opportunity to push back a liberal activity. So they had a window. It's called that four year plan in between elections. They were working hard. Oh, they certainly would, and they have this system. You know, they they have uh, this this exercise that they use. It's it's a six step process, uh, but you know it's. Uh, semi-automatic regime rather than the fully autocratic and unpopular incumbent. Look at what they did with Trump with the fake polls. Uh, they have political opposition capable of mobilizing tens of thousands. Think of Black Lives Matter and Antifa. The ability to drive home uh, the point that voting results were falsified. 
We have run out of time, Gabe. All right. Church and State is brought to you in part by Covenant Church. Always remember the tree of liberty is most likely a birch. And with that, Church and State is out. God bless and hold fast to the Lord. We're still live on Facebook, right? Yeah, we're still live. We Let's. Go. Yeah, we got to go a little bit further on this because uh, that was so rushed, especially at the people. end here. So let me that. let me just put some bookends on this real quick and go back to what I was just talking about. So this this conditions which uh, facilitate a cover, color revolution. All right. So this is a six six step process. And Gabe, if you can scroll down. Yeah, uh, I have these six steps. Okay, just scroll down so our audience now on social media can actually go with it through or go through this with us. All right, as I was saying, number one here, a semi-autocratic regime rather than a fully autocratic. What they're talking about is they viewed President Trump and in, in really in any color revolution, the vast majority of people that they were trying to depose right. were in fact semi-autocratic and in they, their mindset. Even, it's written in this article, even Slobodan Milosevic back in the 90s, around 1996, he wasn't a full dictator. We've got uh, – who's the president? Bashir al-Assad. Bashir al-Assad. In uh, Syria, I believe, he's not even a full dictator, okay? But they go after these guys, Gaddafi. They go after them as if they are full dictator. They're horrible people. I'm going to give you that. But even they are using business. They cannot just sheer by sheer will run over everyone. No. That's the point the author is making. And, and Trump's the same way. They, everyone was scared the day after he was elected. My aunt was afraid they're all going to get killed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. So they make him out to be some somebody he's not. Who did they call him in Kimberham to? Hitler. Yeah. They demonize these individuals. So even though they are they're in their opinion semi-autocratic, they demonize them to make them appear fully autocratic here. All right, continuing on. An an unpopular incumbent Look at the blanket negative coverage of Trump and the fake polls and what the mainstream media was doing to our president during the last four years. The guy never got a break. I mean, he was constantly on the defense. As soon as one of their plans didn't work, boom, they're hitting him with the next one almost the next day. Do you remember the Pope going after him because Mm -hmm. he was talking, hadn't even started building the wall, but yet you and I were pointing out way back in the day before we had any TVs or good cameras, we were pointing out this buffoon in 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 the Vatican is surrounded by massive walls. What do you call that, you hypocrite? But <laughs> yet, he, everyone and their uncle was going after him. Yes, exactly. All right, so a united and organized opposition, media, intel, community, Hollywood, community groups, look at that. Every single organization, individual, all the leftists all oh, yeah. had the exact same talking points. Comedians with severed heads. Imagine if we had that with Joe Biden. You'd be in a, you'd be a, in a black site right yeah. now. Yeah. Imagine what would occur. Imagine what would have occurred under Barack Obama if a comedian would have severed his head. Can you oh imagine what would have occurred? Your career's gone and you are in jail. You you're in jail probably for life. Federal. All right. The an ability to quickly drive home the point that voting voting results were falsified. All right. Look at what the Transition Integrity Project was doing. Now well, you have to remember it? who funded George it? Soros. George Soros. You have to remember as, as you're looking at the well, you're you're thinking, well, wait a minute, the voting results were falsified. You're right, but remember, this article came out before the election, so they're going back all the way to 2016. And think about the charges that were occurring during that election cycle. Right? What were they talking about? Hillary won. Hillary actually won the popular vote. Let's get rid of the electoral college. This is all garbage. We've got to fix this. You. Saw them. They were literally melting down. 
right? Because they did not think that Trump could pull this off. And we thought they were just reacting, but really they were sowing seeds for the future because this playbook is here. Uh, a lot of you got to realize this. We thought they were reacting, having a tantrum. No, they were actually sowing seeds for the future through this plan here. Absolutely. Enough independent media to inform citizens of falsified votes. Look at the full court press and media pushing contested election narratives, you know, social media censorship. I mean, has that not come into play here? Look at what is occurring. Uh, you know, one of our friends, one of our good friends was just banned for, for life, life again on Facebook. And no strikes. No strike. Not a single strike against this individual. And I challenge anyone to find anything that Alex Newman says. And we'll actually be interviewing him tomorrow. But anything yeah. that Alex Newman says that has been proven false. Right. All right. But yet this is the type of censorship that is occurring in America to now and is now being accepted and applauded by the left. Right. The same left who constantly would, would quote Voltaire. Right. That I don't agree with what you're saying, but I will fight to the death. You're right to what say happened it. What to those days? What happened to the leftists that, that would that would – Talk about things like that. No. And instead, they've proven themselves to be the authoritarians that they supposedly despise. And last but not least, a political opposition capable of mobilizing tens of thousands or more demonstrators to protest election fraud. Think about every color revolution you've ever seen. Think, look, look at the Orange Revolution, probably the most right. famous revolution that ever occurred. And look at what they did here. They mobilized to have mass amount of people protesting specific things and think about what has occurred in the united states with blm with antifa where they're out in the streets and they're protesting and the media narrative is that these individuals are simply protesting systemic racism or poverty or whatever it is right that they are mostly peaceful protesters and yet oh, we who are watching are like they just looted and burned down a building in front of you. There's literally a building on fire behind you as you're saying this is a mostly peaceful protest. And a small bomb goes off in a garbage can next to him, and he start, he jumps. Yeah. He freaks out. Even he can't believe his own narrative. Exactly. This is, the, this is truly the garbage that they are peddling on the left. So this is what occurred, guys. I need you all to understand that this plan has been implemented for a very long time, as Gabe was pointing out here. And if we are going to be successful in turning this thing around, we have to be as organized, actually more organized than our enemy is. All right, right now, they're taking a collective breath, right? They feel pretty good about themselves. They're patting themselves on yep. the back. They scored a victory, and they're going to push their globalist agenda. But you have got to come to a place where if you really value your liberties if you want to live in the free republic of america you've got to organize get off the bench amen get off that bench get out there what we need to be doing guys it did not happen overnight it's not going to be changed back to the american system overnight you got to get involved and you got to go at the local level right now this is going to be key to the defense of america get in involved locally that's so good find a local chapter of the john birch society get involved with a local church that is open for business that's good right that is not masked up that is not requiring social distancing that where you can come in and hear the true word of god not one that is watered down not one that is preaching your best life now not one that's telling you that god wants you to be rich beyond all measure well he does but that's in the next life all right 
That is something that you need to fundamentally reject as you see these churches. Don't attend a church like that at all. You cannot be a part of this. That's good. So let's close with this. The same scripture we started with, Proverbs 16 and verse 9, it says, A man's heart plans his ways, but the Lord directs his steps. So even the left has planned their ways. But God, through his providence, he's going to direct our steps. Those are his children. So, Father, we ask you to do it. In your precious name, Lord, we give you the glory and praise, Lord. Counter the steps of the enemy. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Church of State is brought to you in part by Covenant Church. Always remember the tree of liberty is most likely a birch. And with that, Church of State is out. God bless.